Screenings for patients are important tools. They're ubiquitous in medicine and public health, but they're not without their challenges for professionals and for patients. Today, I talk with Melina Ortigas in Yolo County, California, about what she and her colleagues noticed about screenings and how they're working to improve them across the state. Hi, everybody. I'm Dr. Anne-Marie Liebel, and this is 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication from Health Communication Partners. If your organization cares about equitable communication with all patients, there are some foundational concepts it's important to understand. That's why I wrote a new online course, Foundations of Equitable Interpersonal Communication in Health. It gets at the fundamentals everyone needs to know, it's world-class instructional design, and it's for all patient-facing employees, your LMS or ours. Learn more at healthcommunicationpartners.com. You know this show is mainly a monologue with yours truly, but every once in a while, someone who's doing the work, who takes a critical social perspective on health and on language, agrees to sit down with me and reflect on their practice as a guest of this show. Getting to spend time with my guests is a high point for me in this series, The last interview that I shared back the weekend of Thanksgiving was with Dr. Paul Ranelli, Professor Emeritus of Social Pharmacy. If you haven't gotten to hear it, I'll put a link in the notes for you. Dr. Ranelli talked about patient communications specifically around rare diseases and told us about a new play about rare diseases told from the perspectives of patients and their families. This play is called rare stories of dis-ease. And Paul was one of many collaborators in rare. When he came on the show, they had just wrapped their show run. Well, he wrote me just last week to let me know that the final show had been filmed and now that film was available. It's out on YouTube. We can all see it for free. And I'm going to go ahead and put a link in the show notes. Now, I mentioned he was one of many collaborators. It turns out the collaboration around rare is also a story in itself. It involved patients who have rare diseases and their families, University of Minnesota students, faculty at University of Minnesota's College of Pharmacy, their Center for Rare Diseases and Drugs, faculty at the theater department at the University of Minnesota Twin Cities, and professional playwright Kevin Kling, best known for his work with NPR's All Things Considered, and a professional theater production company. Their all coming together was so remarkable, it inspired a documentary. And that documentary on the making of Rare is also now available for us all to see. I love behind-the-scenes stuff in general. I think this is especially great because we get to see their rigorous process. I think this would be a valuable resource for organizations who are interested in arts-based education, whether it's of the public or professionals. So I'm going to put links in the show notes to Rare, Stories of Disease, and the documentary on the making of Rare. Next, I get to sit down with Melina Ortigas, a public health professional who tells us what happened when she and her colleagues in California took a closer look at patient screenings. 
I'm live via Zoom with Melina Ortigas, the Management Services Officer at First Five YOLO Children and Families Commission in YOLO County, California. Melina, welcome to the show. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Happy to be here. I'm so glad to have you here. So can you tell us a little bit about First Five YOLO? Yes. Um, First Five Yellow Children and Families Commission administers California's Prop 10 or tobacco tax revenue. Together with our community partners, we work to identify barriers to quality health care and education and advocate for policy change at the local community and at the state level. We are a network of 58 county commissions working together. Oh, so throughout the state of California then? Throughout, yes. Gotcha. And what do you do as the management services officer? I am responsible for um, overseeing projects uh, directly working with the healthcare system. Right now, um, some of our main initiatives are Help Me Grow and um, Healthy Families America, home visiting, and our own behavioral health navigation um, and home visiting. So, Melina, what is an issue or a problem that you're facing related to communication or education? Yeah, I would say that one problem we're seeing is just making our information more accessible to families so they understand um, what our services are and, and how they might be of benefit to them. And to really, you know, build stronger relationships with all of our community members. Very understandable issues, problems, struggles, I think people are all going to be able to identify with. So how are you facing these issues right now? Yeah, one uh, concrete example I can give you is our um, major priority area is uh, to make screenings, uh, developmental screenings specifically, um, more accessible to families. We have a lower screening rate in the state of California than um, compared to other states. And, um, you know, this is an area we, we need to do better in for our Medicaid um, beneficiaries. And so, we, um, we are looking to understand what are the barriers and obstacles for families on Medi-Cal um, to accessing those developmental screens and other families as well, but um, especially those who are underserved. So what are you doing um, in terms of that, of looking at those screenings, working with those screenings, working with those families? Yes, one exciting um, development we had was a partnership with the um, LEND program at the UC Davis Mind Institute, and we had the opportunity to um, partner our Help Me, Help Me Grow initiative together with LEND, and we had expert practitioners and local um, Help Me Grow families, uh, participants in the program, who provided feedback. So you're working with a lot of people on these developmental screenings. What are you finding from working with people? What are some of the things you are learning? We're learning that the term itself is a loaded uh, term. It's not as friendly as we 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 might think, right? We the have term norm- developmental screening. Developmental screening, exactly. Oh. You know, we heard from from practitioners saying that the tools themselves and the information that they had access to was full of jargon or just not not the right level um, for all of the families that they served. And so there was definitely a disconnect. And so 
we've learned to really uh, message it in a in a much different way. You know, it's a it's a tool um, that is designed to be completed by parents and parents drive the agenda and it's parents' concerns for their child's growth and development that really drives um, that um, that process and, and really focusing on the tool as, as a process that builds communication and relationship, not a checklist, you know, a, a yes, no, pass, fail type of tool. And um, we co-created an infographic to really um, make developmental screening and help me grow as a service more understandable. That's really exciting. So you're hearing back from families, you're hearing from practitioners. And what are your next steps? What are you doing next? Our um, next steps is, are to really look at our tools um, critically and, and think about, you know, who are they serving? Who are they not serving? What languages um, are available and validated or um, research-based? And um, who makes up those research studies, right? Are all of our community, community members in Yolo County adequately represented? And if not, what can we do? What more can be done to make sure that everyone has access to um, quality um, education information and, and tools that really are meaningful and, and data that's reliable. Melina Ortigas, thank you so much for spending time with us today on the show. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. It's been a pleasure. Melina Ortigas, Management Services Officer at First Five YOLO Children and Families Commission in YOLO County, California. I want to thank Melina for taking the time to share that story. If you're interested in the infographic and other projects Melina was talking about, you're in luck. She gave me links to share with you. I have them in the show notes at healthcommunicationpartners.com. This has been 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication from Health Communication Partners. Audio engineering by Joe Liebel, music by Joe Liebel, and Alexis R. Thanks for listening to 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication from Health Communication Partners, LLC. Find us at healthcommunicationpartners.com.